0: Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues.
1: Bruce Jenner has lied. Not only is he running for governor of California, but only for transgenderism, not for the Republican party. We have an author, Kathy Cook, Hope for Today, and Phil Cook, Maximize Your Influence, Media for Christ. and we pray the scriptures in Jesus' name. Are you ready to pray the news with us? Here's our first story. Bruce Jenner, candidate for governor of California, has lied, claiming that he was initially running as a Republican, now he openly admits it was only about his transgender agenda, not the values of the Republican Party. Big League Politics reports, California gubernatorial candidate Bruce Jenner, he calls himself Caitlyn, but we don't do that here, Uh, recently appeared on Fox News' Tucker Carlson, where he admitted on national television he doesn't care about the Republican Party or Donald Trump or America First. Jenner confirmed that he only cares, or primarily at least, about promoting LGBT insanity, and that is what is really driving his now-admitted run for governor. This is what the Republican Party is promoting as political leadership in this day and age? No. Jenner said to Carlson, quote, my loyalties do not lie with Donald Trump. My loyalties do not lie with the Republican party. My loyalties and what I'm fighting for are my community, the LGBT community, and particularly the trans issues that are out there because there are many of them and that's where my fight is, end quote. So now he's exposed because previously he said he just wanted to be a good get along Republican. Big League Politics has reported on other statements that Jenner has made to show that this deranged and gruesome individual does not belong anywhere near the GOP ticket. Bruce Jenner, who is listed as a Republican on the ballot in the case that Gavin Newsom gets recalled, has officially endorsed transgenders participating in girls' sports which conflicts with other statements he made. Jenner said the following, quote, what I would do as governor, I would put together a commission. Trans women compete in the Olympics and they compete in the NCAA, but when it gets down to the high school level, there's no guide rules. There's no rules and regulations how they can. And trans women who are truly trans, in other words, men who pretend to be women, who at a very young age, you know, started proper medical treatment in other words, hormone injections for teenagers, they've grown up as girls, of course. They should be able to compete in girls' sports, end quote. There it is, that's the news. Our our thanks to Big League Politics for that report. Cat's out of the bag. And, uh, you know, I'm not endorsing anybody, but Larry Elder is actually a conservative, would be running for governor of California in case Gavin Newsom is recalled. There's two questions on that ballot, everybody out there. Number one, should the Democrat incumbent Gavin Newsom be recalled, yes or no? If he gets 50% plus one to fire him, then the second question goes into effect. Who should be the governor? There's a list of 42 candidates. Larry Elder is perhaps the, the biggest name conservative on the banner, uh, on the ballot, and we ask you to prayerfully consider your vote. I'm in the Never Jenner camp because the Bible says this in Deuteronomy 23 in verse one, he that is wounded in the stones or hath his privy member cut off shall not enter the congregation of the Lord. Let's pray about this. Would you pray with me? Father in heaven, we pray for the people of California that they would never compromise to sin. That when they vote, that they would vote for a Christian conservative and that Gavin Newsom himself would either repent or be fired and recalled by the people of California. Father, we pray that your kingdom will somehow redeem the state of California in Jesus' name, amen. Let's take a short break. When we come back, we have authors Kathy and Phil Cook.
2: This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Chaps. I want to introduce my friend, Mike Lindell, who wants to help support our ministry and the work of PIJN News. Uh, Mike, what do you think?
2: Well, I think everybody out there, y'all need to get behind Pray In Jesus Names Ministry. Dr. Chaps here with this great ministry needs your support and you can, you should donate to it. You can also use your promo code PrayNews and anything you're getting from MyPillow with big discounts, a lot of those proceeds are coming right back. I'm gonna put them right back into this, into your amazing charity and show.
1: Well, thank you, sir. I accept that endorsement and we support your work at mypillow.com. Remember everybody, when you visit, use the promo code, praynews, you get a big discount and our charity gets a little bit of help. So thank you, Mike Lindell for your support.
2: They get a lot of help, Not a little bit, a lot of help.
1: <laughs> we need all we can get for Jesus name, amen
2: FrankSpeech.com. You can help by getting everybody you know to go to FrankSpeech.com now. To help support this Cyber Symposium event, I am offering some of the best prices ever on MyPillow products, but they're only offered at FrankSpeech.com. Go to FrankSpeech.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1 800 number below to receive these exclusive MyPillow offers. Thank you, and God bless.
0: Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps. I'm joined in the studio now with Kathleen Cook, who is the author of this important devotional book, Hope for Today, Stay Connected to God in a Distracted... Culture. I'm easily distracted. I'm a little bit ADD, and I want to welcome Kathleen to the program. <laughs> oh, How are you today?
3: Thank you so much, Chaps. It's so wonderful to be here with you today. Well,
1: I'm excited because you've found a way to make it easier for people to study the Bible. Now, now this is not the Bible, but the studies have shown... In fact, you can explain to us the study about what people do.
3: So the devotional is written on a four-day format, which is why the number four is in the title, Hope for Today. It's based on the Center for Bible Engagement's uh, eight-year, million-dollar study on the habits and activities of Christians and what we do that actually affects our lives in a positive way. So they studied how often we went to church, prayed, read our Bible, listened to great uh, shows like this, uh, listened to music. What are those things that make positive changes? In our lives and Christians don't read their
1: Bibles they That's...
3: don't read their Bible in fact most Christians today have almost five Bibles in their possessions and most of them have not ever read the Bible through one time less than 50% of them
1: <clears throat> so, so, the... so dusty Bibles this is a problem but you found a solution
3: so the format, the research proved that when you are reading your Bible four or more times a week, you will dramatically change the direction of your life. In fact, if you're only reading one to three times a week, it make no significant choices or changes any different in a person's life than if he uh, if he was not reading the Bible at all. So So
1: people behave differently if they read the Bible. If they don't read the Bible, they behave just like the world.
3: Substance abuse fell by 70%, bitterness, anger fell by 40%, even obesity falls by 20%. And yet our Christian publishers, our Christian shelves are full of how to have a better marriage, how to have better finances, how to uh, do this and how to do that. And yet we're not reading the word of God. This makes it easy. Well, the solution is
1: to at least read the Bible a little bit four days a week. And your, your devotional is set up in, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then what happens on Friday?
3: Well, you don't have to go Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. Maybe you want to go Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. I see. And so you decide with your phone, because we're in a culture of distraction. We're distracted yeah. with media and our culture today. So you decide when you're going to read the Bible and on that fifth day because of the research shows that when you're reading four or more times a week on that fifth day, what is that engagement you've had with God this week that you can write down in the book? And what I love about this chaps is then you're allowed then to pass this book on to the next generation. I think one yes. of the problems that we've had in our in our Christian culture and our legacy is not passing on the intersection of our faith and who we are with God to the next generation.
1: And. and- and each one of the chapters—I mean, this is like—it could last a whole year, 52 weeks. It is a year's. But each one is so short. It, it, it's like two pages and three pages. And I'm inspired. And it starts with scripture. Every chapter, like, uh, there's one in here about champions of faith, and it quotes First Samuel. Mm-hmm. There's one in here about surrender, and it quotes, quotes Philippians. So, so this is a supplement to the Bible. Of course, it. It leads people to study the, their own Bible. Well,
3: the reason the research went on to prove that the reason we're not reading in our Bible, we're too busy, too distracted. We don't know where to begin. This helps you begin, allows you to be able to begin. It has a challenging question at the end of it. How has this uh, time with the Lord intersected with your life and what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make changes in your life and how, how are you going to move forward in a positive way?
1: So you could also use this for for group study. Talk about your ministry, Influence Lab, and other things you do.
3: So the Influence Lab came out of our for-profit company, Cook Media Group. But the Influence Lab is our nonprofit. It's focused on Christians who work in media and entertainment uh, and in churches and ministries. Do you know, during COVID, which we're just kind of falling out of right now. Thank God. During, yes, during COVID, there were more there's more production being done within the church than in Hollywood. We have huge production teams all over the world and all over the country, and Influence Lab is designed to help Christians use media more effectively. For years and years and years, we went all over the world speaking about how to get online, how to have a better website, how to get your social media going, how to do all those things, and you know, COVID hit. And what happened? Churches had to get online. We've had our tennis shoes on these days, trying to get everybody up to speed.
1: And and your husband, Phil Cook, is is a filmmaker. We're going to interview him. I think it might even be on this show you might meet Kathleen's husband. But you were a Hollywood actress, and now you lead You're you're one of the founding members of the Hollywood Prayer Team. What is that?
3: Well, it's the Hollywood Prayer Network. I'm on the board there. And so uh, for years and years and years, we've looked at Hollywood as our mission field, not just a place where movies are made or where the celebs live. But it's a mission field for us. And how do we start there? We start with prayer. We start with where those people are. We don't criticize them. We don't protest them. We don't tell them that their clothing is bad or the things coming out of their mouth is bad. If you went to a foreign country to a mission group, you would never do that. But so we focus on it being a mission field. We go and we pray with them. We care for them. And you know what? When you ask anyone in Hollywood to pray with them, they love it. They absolutely love to be prayed with.
1: That's fascinating. Uh, There's someone in our audience who is inspired. They want to get a copy of your book, Hope for Today. Again, Hope for Today. Uh, where can people buy this book and then maybe you would speak to us and and pray with us?
3: Well, the book is on Amazon or, or Barnes & Noble's any of the, the, uh, those stands, but they can come directly I'd love for them to connect me through the influence lab. So that's the influence com, and uh, you can purchase the book there and uh, get webinars and updates uh, all sorts i I publish a bi-monthly uh, journal there called the influence journal nice. and I also have a blog at KathleenCook.com and I always like to tell people chaps cook has an e on the end we're cookie
1: yeah KathleenCookie.com yes. <laughs> uh, would you just take a moment and, and minister to someone who might be watching
3: oh absolutely father I just come before you right now Lord where that person is in their little space right now in their place You know who they are. You know where they are. And I ask that the Holy Spirit just come into their lives right now and minister to them. Speak to them. Allow them, Father, to hear your voice, to be known. You are known. You know that person right now. You know where they are. You've heard them. So I ask, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you surround them and that you be with them in all that they're doing today and all that you want to accomplish in their lives. So we ask all that in your name and for your glory.
1: Amen. Amen, amen. Our guest has been Kathleen Cook. Uh, We're gonna take a short break and we'll be back after this.
2: Dr. Chaps will be right back with more PIJN News.
1: Today we are remembering to pray for the 45th president, Donald J. Trump. In fact, we have commemorated now a special coin to remember perhaps the most pro-life, pro-family, pro-Israel, and pro-America president of our generation. And here it is, limited supplies now of a special commemorative Donald J. Trump coin. It's golden, it says the word in God we trust right on the cover, it'll help you remember to pray for and remember the presidency of our 45th president. For a suggested donation of $45 exactly, this is while supplies last, Uh, we're gonna send you that coin, but also included are two other products that we offer. You'll get a copy of my book, How to Liberate the World, and a special DVD on how to be an effective Christian activist. We'll throw in both of these, plus the coin, for a suggested donation of exactly $45 to our ministry. And on top of that, we'll throw in this special window decal, I Pray for Religious Freedom, to help you remember to pray for America. Listen. Uh, there are three ways that you can give. Right now, go to our website, which is PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Right at the top, there's an online bookstore. And one of those items is the $45 suggested donation for all, all four items. Visit our online bookstore at PrayInJesusName.org. Or you can call us toll free. It's an easy phone call, 866 Obey God. Again, that's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Tell the operator you want the special $45 offer and we'll send you all four items. Finally, you can text the word donate to 720-573-0305. Again, text the word donate 720-573-0305. Please help today.
0: Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today, I want to invite you to sign an important petition
1: to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial, and finally Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit
0: PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Defending your religious freedom, here is Dr. Chaps. We
1: are at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, and I'm here with one of the board members, actually, one of the founders, and also a Hollywood filmmaker, Phil Cook, is is recently produced The Inexplicable, which is a documentary in six parts about church history. Also the author of this new and important book, Maximize Your Influence, Welcome to the show Phil Cook. Thank
4: you so much. I'm thrilled to be here. It's quite an
1: honor. This is fun. Well, I'm excited to <laughs> to meet someone of your stature because you've been in Hollywood for so long living yep. in Los Angeles. We just interviewed your wife, Kathleen, yep. 43 years of marriage.
4: Let's start with that. True. Tell me about your family. That's kind of rare in Hollywood, I have to say. <laughs> you know, the, Wikipedia actually has an entry for Hollywood marriage. She may have talked about that because marriages are so short, so short generally yeah. in Hollywood. But yeah, she's put up with me for a very, very long time. We have two daughters. Our son-in-law is an actor. Uh, One daughter's a musician, one's an actor. So I don't know, I may be poor for the rest of my life, but uh, we're having fun. We enjoy it.
1: Well, coming out of the COVID crisis, thank God we're on the other side of that now. Yes. But many churches were challenged with keeping their audience in a new digital age. And you've written an important book about this, Maximize Your Influence. Basically, uh, a manual for every pastor to take their church online? Right. Uh, well, you know out? what,
4: it's interesting that they don't teach media or communications in seminary. Yeah. And when the church shutdown happened, pastors were really blindsided by all this. And so many people called, because we've worked with churches and ministry organizations for a very long time helping them with media. And we got so, we were flooded with calls. What do we do? How do we do this? How do we, you know, the live stream, how do we make this work? And how do we make it connect with people? And so I decided that to start writing a book immediately. And uh, because the important thing, we've been through this whole thing and churches that have embraced media Media and communication have really prospered. They've done really, really well. And churches that fought it, you know, before the the shutdown, I actually had pastors tell me, "Phil, I don't mind live streaming my service, but that's not real ministry." Well, let me tell you, those guys have changed their tune over the last year. Oh yeah. And so now, the important thing to realize is this: just because we're going back to the building, this isn't the time to let up on live streaming, short videos, our social media websites, because this is a media-driven culture. This is a generation that communicates that way. So. if we want to get our message out there we need to think about that
1: well it's important the bible says you know not to forsake the gathering together of ourselves true but now in this digital age we can gather in so many different ways that we we didn't think of before
4: yeah pastors will tell me but what about the fellowship let me tell you anybody under 35 today fellowship is online that's what happens to them and they think they think in terms of online being a fellowship group so that's not to say we shouldn't meet in churches i'm all for that i love our church But at the same time, it's not how we want to reach people anymore, it's how they want to reach us. And we need to be available on whatever platform, whatever media channel they're looking at, because that's how to get the message out there. And this
1: book teaches more than just live streaming. Absolutely. That's oversimplifying, but Maximizing Your Influence is How to Make a Digital Media Work for Your Church, ministry and you. Yeah. What
4: other kinds of di- digital media do you teach? Well we need to think about social media for instance. Uh, churches, so, so often we think of si- social media as fun, family, friends. But I'll tell you, you can strategically use social media to reach people with the Gospel in very effective ways. Short videos now, 4 to 6 minute videos have become the number one marketing tool in America. And they're a powerful way. We One of our clients is the Museum of the Bible in Washington D.C. We produce hundreds of short videos about aspects of the museum that have played all over the world. So websites, there's so many ways. Even preaching today to a digital generation is different than what what my dad was a pastor. And what he did, totally different than this generation today. So we just need to think about how the digital world has changed everything. And I think that's critical.
1: Well, I think pastors in particular need to read this book, Maximize Your Influence. Uh, There's a, there's a, a header here. If there was ever a manual for helping Christian leaders navigate the media, this is it. So this is putting churches and pastors online in a way that uh, reaches thousands more yeah. people than they would just in their Sunday
4: building. So true. And it's really all about the Great Commission. If we're called to reach the world, we need to have the message available on every channel we possibly can. I, I tell people sometimes that by population, the largest country in the world today is Facebook. But who's sending missionaries to that country? Who's planting churches in that country? Wow. I-, I think in many ways we should so let's stop thinking about missions just in terms of geographic boundaries and start thinking about missions in terms of digital boundaries because that's a country we need to reach
1: and the early church would have adapted to this oh.
4: if they would have had
1: the, you wrote and produced a documentary series yes. called the inexplicable <laughs> yeah
4: documents church history in every country as it's grown around the world correct yeah we, we were we were asked to produce a documentary on our segment was on asia People don't realize how quickly the Gospel grew. And one of, the, one of the statements I made in the documentary is Thomas, the disciple that doubted Jesus the most, actually went the furthest distance to proclaim the Gospel. To India. He went all the way to India and there's quite a bit of proof that he got that far. So it's interesting when you think about the rise of Christianity in Asia. We don't hear much of it now because there's so much persecution. But in the early days it was on fire for the Gospel. How can people watch that film series? TBN, Trinity Broadcasting, has it on their streaming platform right now. It'll probably eventually go to the Discovery Channel, History Channel, and some other places. But if you go to tbn.org, they, they have it on their streaming platform. You can watch it free, and it's a six-part series. quite interesting. The inexplicable wherever. Uh, Mention your website. What else can people find there? My website is philcook.com. I'm Cook with an E, P-H-I-L-C-O-O-K-E. I I have a blog there. I really write about the intersection of faith, media, and culture. And I have a podcast. You can look for the Phil Cook Podcast. And and, uh, we're out there just helping get the message out in so many ways. And I think this is, you, you mentioned the early church. It's interesting that Paul, the Apostle Paul, used the technology of his time, which was letters, to build the early church. Right. Uh, Martin Luther used the technology of his time, which was printing, to transform the gospel. So today, it's foolish for us not to think of using the digital world to try to, get the, try to share the gospel with the culture out there today. Yeah, And, and you
1: mentioned India, where, where St. Yes. Thomas went. Everyone in India, and I've been there, we minister yes. there a lot.
4: They all have a little cell phone. Oh, don't they, they do. We we've filmed in about seventy countries around the world over the years, and I've yet to find a place where people don't have cell phones. Yeah. In fact, I saw a study recently that said a Maasai warrior in the heart of Africa with a cell phone, and they have them, has access to more information than the president of the United States did just twenty-five years ago. So the world wow. has changed. Let's take a moment and pray about this. Sure, Father in heaven, I ask your blessing on the church
1: as we develop into the, the media age. We, we can call it many different things, but, but we ask you, Father, to empower your pastors and prophets and preachers and evangelists to use the modern communications methods to proclaim the gospel until every nation and Amen. every tribe and every tongue has heard the gospel of Jesus Christ in their own language. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Our guest has been Phil Cook. He's the author of this important book, Maximize Your Influence. Find it through his website, Phil Cook. Com. We'll take a short break and we'll be right back. I'm Dr. Chaps, Jesus said in Matthew 24 that famine would be a sign of the end. And we are now facing a famine of biblical proportions in one of the poorest states in India, where our charity has sponsored up to 259 orphans and children for many years. But now there are thousands of people starving in the streets because of the unemployment there. And we've been helping widows the letter we received from Sanuri, who writes to us and says, I stay with my three children in the slum. I was washing plates in the hotel and earning bread for my family, paying house rent. Suddenly I lost my income. After hotels were closed by the government, this was a shocking moment for me. Afterward, we could manage eating half a meal a day to manage a scanty ration for longer days. When there was no ration left for my family I was quietly weeping outside with agony. An unknown fellow came and asked whether I am a widow. I said, yes. He wrote my name and address and asked me to collect ration from your office. I got that ration with joyful tears. I strongly believe that God helps the helpless during troubled times through benevolent people. You know, the benevolent people she's talking about are you. And your generosity, when you give through our ministry, is actually helping her to see God. Would you please donate today at 866-Obey-God. Again, our phone number, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. And help us supply a matching gift. We've already given up to $10,000 to supply 100,000 meals. And there's somebody out there who could double that gift with one stroke of a pen. Please donate through our website, PrayInJesusName.org and designate your gift to India Relief.
0: Please give today. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps.
1: Thank you for watching and we ask for your contributions. We need your financial contributions to bring you these programs when you visit PrayInJesusName.org. The Bible says in Philippians chapter four. Now I'm gonna read from the Amplified. Not that I seek the gift itself, but I do seek the profit which increases to your heavenly account, the blessing which is accumulating for you. So I wanna clarify, when we ask for your gifts, it's not that we care about the gift. It's not for us, right? It's for your profit that increases to your heavenly account. We want God to bless you in eternity because there is a reward racking up for you in heaven every time you contribute please visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, PrayInJesusName.org. Click on the recurring monthly pledge button on the right side for as little as a dollar a month. You can set it and forget it. Or call us today at 866-ObeyGod. If you need prayer, you don't even have to give. Just call us for prayer, 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D.
0: We'll see you next time. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best financial donation today? Please visit prayinjesusname.org to donate online, or you can mail a check to Pray in Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now: eight six six Obey God. That's eight six six O B E Y G O D. Please sign up for our free emails at prayinjesusname.org. Again, that's prayinjesusname.org.